Indeed, it is the morning after with Naked Big J. Here we are on this 15th day of November 2019. It's a Friday, Big J. Yeah. Welcome to the ass end of the week. Hopefully it was a good one for you and the people that you care about. How was your week, Big J, overall? Uh, it was good. Yeah? You know? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Indeed, me too. Had fun with you. Thanks, man. Seen a movie, you mean? Yep, and meeting your buddy. Yeah, first time in 17 years we'd hung out. Oh, was it weird? Last time I saw him was at his wedding. Uh, when uh, I went, I flew up to Wisconsin to uh, to to read some scripture, Big J, with my friend uh, from Arizona. You read scripture? Oh, sure, I've got no problem reading scripture. I'm pretty good at it, actually. I doubt it. And uh, and so it was uh, it was fun to do that. Uh, they, of course, are now bitterly divorced. <laughs> and and so we were talking about how that was the last time we oh, actually man. saw each other in person. But for a good chunk of uh, a year, we were together almost all the time as he went to the broadcast school that I happened to be working at at the time. And that's how we became friends. And he was from Wisconsin, so where there was that connection there. We, he loves sports as much as I love sports. And so it was pretty easy for us to... to uh, kindle a friendship, and then uh, we kind of kept in touch, but not really because obviously we haven't seen each other in forever. Yeah. And so he happened to come into Boise for for business, and uh, it was great. It was great to see him for the first time in in 17 years, and uh, he hadn't changed a bit. And uh, he had that he was, I mean, he, he, the Wisconsin was down to the pedal with him. Yeah, yeah. I know. I loved it. Yeah. I love I love the Wisconsin people. <laughs> He's a good guy. He is a uh, very good guy. So uh, yeah, we all saw the movie uh, Ford v Ferrari. And should we get into it a little later on in the show yeah, today? Yeah, later is fine. The uh, the podcast, by the way, is already up. All so right. so you can check out the uh, podcast again. The first part of that is spoiler-free. Second part, we I get mean, into the spoilers. You know, yeah, there's not a lot of spoiler stuff yeah. happening in a movie like this. You're but, right. And then you also went to a concert last night? Yeah, yeah, that one guy. Saw that one guy in Neurolux last night. and so That uh, one guy, I love him. Uh, that's the name of him, and he's a, he's basically a one-man band that, that puts together a bunch of cool music uh, using non-traditional instruments. Like he's got a lot of pedals and stuff uh, Is he set on up. Cajon alone? Uh, no, no, there was no real drums. It was, but it's all pipes, and he was playing like skateboards and stuff. It was, it was really cool. I liked it. It was my first time seeing it, and I enjoyed it. Uh, let's take a look at important stuff as we get started this morning. Let's do it. One news breaks. We're the first there. To muck it. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, once you get deep down inside the human body, there's a lot of stuff going on inside you. You understand? On a pretty regular basis. Really? Yeah. Didn't yeah. know. And and so as you know, we kind of, I guess move forward with technology and science, they start to ask questions that I'm not sure we ever really needed answers to. Like, for instance, uh, how do you know you're full, Big J? Your body usually tells you, right? Like, hey, yeah. no more food. But scientists want to discover, okay, but, but what, what, what is it about a body? Because we don't think it's just the stomach. And they're right. They're right. Uh, it's the large intestine. It gets all swollen and gross when you're full, Big J. <laughs> and that stops you from wanting to eat. It starts to bump into your stomach, and it's like, oh, God, <laughs> no more, please. Please. And it happens especially if you think you're still hungry. The intestine starts to bump into the stomach a little bit more and said, hey, listen, we said enough. All right, already. We're all full down here. The hope is this finding could shed more about how surgery causes weight loss, too, specifically in humans, and could improve the procedure a little bit for more people as well as they start to discover, okay, what exactly... 
what part of your innards are starting to tell you, hey, things like, stop eating, please. And what causes you to ignore those things sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah. So, try your best. When your large intestine's talking to you, try to listen to it, huh? I think it's too late. <laughs> there's no turning back? Yeah, there's, there's, there's a deeper... I know a lot about that, just with some of the problems I've had, so... Boise State will play its final home game of the 2019 regular season tomorrow night as the New Mexico Lobos come to town. It's a Mountain Division matchup on the blue. It'll kick off at 8-15. Televised nationally on ESPN2. The Broncos come in 21st in the college playoff poll, but 19 in the coaches and ESPN poll. The only team in the Mount West Conference that has yet to lose a conference game, too. The Lobos, meanwhile, they're 2-7, 0-5, looking for their first conference win of the season. We'll get into our final score predictions in the 8 o'clock hour. Browns beat the uh, Steelers last night 21-7, but nobody's going to care about that final score. All they're going to care about is what happened at the ass end of that game when Miles Garrett got into it, Mason Rudolph, and basically brained him with his own helmet there towards the end. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Uh, couldn't believe it. Uh, Miles Garrett did say, quote, I lost my cool. I regret it. Uh, but there was a full-on brawl after that. I'm but, guessing Miles Garrett doesn't play listen, for the rest of the there's season. There's losing your cool, and then there's that. Right. Right. That was an understatement. Like, right. come on, man. You assaulted somebody with their helmet. We've seen that before, but nobody's landed a shot. Right. They've taken a swing, but nobody... But he landed right... I mean, you could... You could kill somebody if you hit him in the right way. It's that hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mason Rudolph, he just doesn't isn't that smart. No, no. Oklahoma uh, State, so... Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, it's a whole crazy, crazy thing, and I just, you know, the I, offensive lineman in me was just enraged. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, and, you know, it's one of those things where... I, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like, uh, football fights don't make any sense to me nine times out of ten. Uh, you know, you and I, we both played football. I had never have thrown a punch with somebody with a helmet on. I've never, I've never understood that ever. It's like, it doesn't make any sense to Elbows me. work really well, especially if you hit somebody on the temple of the helmet. But I mean, you it, can do some damage. Even still, you, you don't see anybody throwing bows either. They're never doing that. Oh, they're, I did that. They're usually swinging uh, with their fists at helmets and it's never made any kind of sense to me uh this especially doesn't make any sense to me so we'll see what happens my guess is it's going to be a while before we see miles garrett on the uh football field for the browns for a while paramount and netflix have signed on for a one-time license deal big j they have gotten together they have shaked hands and that means there will be a beverly hills cop 4 eddie murphy will star jerry bruckheimer will produce and it will come to exclusively netflix so we'll see what ends up happening. I'm still an Eddie Murphy movie behind. I got to see that uh, that Dolomite. Dolomite, movie. yeah, I want to see that. Uh, and then uh, you got to have Judge Reinhold. We got to have Judge Reinhold in this next Beverly Hills Cop movie. I haven't seen him in forever. Is he? Okay? I know. I don't know. I'm sure he's okay. He's probably you know. Well, I mean, maybe there's a reason why from, he's not working. Well, maybe some people just want to get out of it. Yeah, I suppose. You know, but I'm guessing he could probably still do it. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, we'll see what I mean. I, we don't even know where they're going to go with the the because uh, the, where the franchise left off, it was not in a healthy place. Listen, let's not let's ignore. Let's just pretend like three didn't happen. <laughs> and so the theme park one. Yeah. And so <laughs> we got to figure but this out. That was par for the course for those couple years for comedies. It was ugly and bad. Yeah, it was good, especially for franchise. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some send news action for you. Plus, Big J will give you a life lesson. <laughs>
Yeah, here's a sub lesson for you. Uh, watch the uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers brawl uh, to the sound of No Leaf Clover. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not sure this is a life lesson or just uh, a, a cop to Nick that, uh, man, I felt like a bad husband yesterday. Oh, no. Because uh, after I got home from work, I uh, talked to the wife. So so what, here's what happened. You know, we went to the movie late uh, the other night. And um, so... We get back from the movie, uh, and uh, the wife happened to be having her in-work night. So that she works from home, but once a month she has to go into the actual office and do her regular shift. And so she doesn't get home until 12.30 or 1 o'clock or so. Uh, I'm in bed by then, so uh, I'm, I'm asleep, and I get up, you know, four or five hours later after the movie, right, to come to work. And oh, as, I'm, as I'm getting up, I'm trying to make as little noise as possible. Uh, it's right in the middle of her sleep is when I'm getting up to leave. So, you know, I try, try to keep to myself and I don't turn on any lights. I go to the bathroom, shut the door, all that stuff. And uh, did our regular thing. I came home and um, I had I had mentioned something to, to her and be like, boy, you sure were quiet. And she starts to laugh and she's like, I wasn't even in our bed. And I'm like, what? She wasn't, she wasn't in bed. She wasn't in our bed. She was sleeping in her kid's bed. Our kid had a rough night, and um, so she was, you know, comforting her because she was crying most of the night. So that was what was happening, and I had no idea. I had no idea the whole time my wife wasn't in our room. Uh, as I got up to go to work to do things, I didn't notice that she wasn't there. I'm like, but, but listen, I mean, I'm trying to be quiet. You don't, I, like, kiss her goodbye before you go to work? Oh, we used to do that. You know, now we're past, like, <laughs> six years of marriage because because it wakes her up. Okay. I mean, it's the same way. When she comes home late, you know, I don't want her to come give me a kiss. I'm mean, like, we can kiss whenever. We need to kiss you in the morning. I used to do that uh, when it was normal, like when we get up near the same time. <laughs> it was normal. Uh, but not not now. So, yeah, I felt really bad about that. I'm like, and, and a couple times in this last few weeks, she's she's been sleeping pretty silent. And I was like, oh, are you okay? You know, because I don't hear anything. And now I'm going to be paranoid about it. I'm like, is she in here? What's going on? Uh, and so, yeah, I felt like a real bad husband yesterday. And what are you going to do? You say sorry. And, you know, so I shook her awake this morning before I left. <laughs> just to make sure that she knew I cared. Are you there? Are you there? Are you here? I just want to make sure. Hello? Hello? I just want to make sure. Sorry, the rest of the house, you're awake. So, you know, uh, as, as I'm sure you, you, you know, it's tough sometimes when you have a situation where you know, you're you're the one who is out of balance with everybody else in their work day or whatever. I mean, I leave the house ridiculously early. I'm getting up ridiculously early. My alarm goes off. It has to go off. You know, so she's going to hear that. So there's a lot of disruption. So I try to keep to myself, but, um, you know, you just kind of have to try to be observant. I mean, that was bad on me. I don't like to be that way. Head I like on a swivel, dude. Yeah, my head was not on a swivel. And I don't know how to fix it. But yep. anyways, I apologize and to do better to, you know, make sure I know where my wife is. I need to know better to know where my wife is. I mean, is. I felt bad. I'm like, did I do something wrong? Were you on the couch? And no, she explained. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. So you must have uh, absolved yourself of all guilt then, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You got to find a way to absolve yourself of the guilt <laughs> so you can keep living. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That might have been a very good life lesson right there at the very end. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves How some to be important stuff. By Big J. <laughs> <laughs> I can write a book. Also, we're going to hell. Hold tight. Well, if you're looking for a gig, there could be one coming. Idaho is in need of about 9,000 employees. Why? 
We need some census takers for the U.S. Census Bureau. Nationwide, the U.S. Census Bureau needs about 2.7 million workers. The Assistant Regional Census Manager, Michael Hall, said through the Los Angeles Regional Census Center, um, Hall met with Idaho State Complete Count Committee Wednesday to discuss job recruitment and head to hard-to-count groups. So what's going to happen is the Census Bureau is going to be recruiting employees through February. The Boise office hopes to have more than 13,000 people apply for jobs. It hires, uh, they want to hire around 9,000. People can apply at 2020census.gov slash jobs. Census takers are paid anywhere from $13.50 to $14.50 in Ada County, $13.50 in Canyon County, according to the site. But basically, it'll be your job to go door to door and try to get a count of people and have them answer the 10-question census that people are going to get. Now, a majority of people should get them in the mail. Whether or not they fill them out is another reason why the census workers are going to go door to door to remind them that they're supposed to do that. And, of course, there's hard-to-reach areas. There's people that have P.O. boxes. There's all this stuff, which is why people need to make sure that there are some people in person that go around and say, how many people live in your house at the current time? And getting an accurate count, obviously, is important for things like funding and all sorts of stuff that's going on. So an accurate count is relatively important for the population. And I'll tell you this. I mean, I don't know the difference now as opposed to before, you know, we had database technology. But uh, the census was is, is a huge way to track your genealogy and your history. Uh, the wife goes through census reports all the time because, you know, tracking where somebody moved from. And, and that's how she found... Uh, my family is with some census stuff, and it's pretty incredible the way people can use that to help track people and find out where, where people ended up. It's amazing. They're also expecting some issues with this one because this will be the first ever digital census in the history of the United States as well. Uh, a lot of things can be done online and not necessarily in person, although the census workers will be needed. You don't have to like mail in the kind of stuff. You can do some stuff online. So they're hoping it could be a little bit more accurate with people's access to technology, but that not necessarily is the case. It's also led to an increase of laziness. So we'll see if we get an accurate count or not. Not that we'll be able to tell. Boise State will play its final home game of the season Saturday night, at least for the regular season, when the New Mexico Lobos come to town. And the Lobos are not a very good football team, Big J. Just heads up. They're 2-7 and seven on the year, 0-5 oh in the conference. Broncos are 8-1. lost one. one of their players. Yep. 5-0 uh, and oh in the conference as well, so the Broncos looking to wrap up the home schedule for the conference undefeated, which would be nice. And by loss, I mean passed away. So we'll give you a final score prediction coming up next hour as to how we feel this game is going to play out. Haven't been right the last couple weeks, but you never know. Mike Trout of the Angels and Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers won the MVP awards yesterday for their respective leagues by the Baseball Writers Association. Trout picked up his third MVP in his nine-year career, the 11th player ever to do so. Hit a career-high 45 home runs, led the AL in on-base percentage, and hitting Bellinger, who won the award in the National League, had career highs in almost every category, was fourth in the majors with 47 home runs, broke the Dodgers' single-season franchise record, also the fourth player in the history of the Dodgers to be a Rookie of the Year winner and an MVP winner. Browns beat the Steelers 21-7 last night. Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph got into it towards the end of the game with Garrett ripping off Rudolph's helmet and trying to club him to death with it. I imagine things will be handed down pretty quickly and swiftly and with a heavy hand over the course of the next 24 hours with that. I'm guessing we're not going to see some people on the football field for a while that were involved in that. 
Some cool announcements remain in the world of rock. When Ozzy Osbourne relaunches his No More Tours 2 trek in 2020, he's going to be joined by opener Marilyn Manson for the North American shows. Rescheduled dates begin on May 27th in Atlanta, wrap up July 31st in Las Vegas. They'll be followed by a European run that was also postponed from earlier this year for Ozzy. Ozzy said, quote, Marilyn is killer live. He's so effing out there. And I think that if uh, if, if you better do, if you don't look out, we're all left. And Manson chimed in. I've toured with Ozzy many times, and it's always been spectacular. I'm honored to do it again. Manson spoke a while back about what makes Mr. Osborne, well, unique, if you will. Most people think that you have to be happy to succeed socially, politically, or financially, or that success brings happiness. In turn, those who are eternally unhappy are expected to go insane or become criminals. It's quite obvious that Ozzy has managed to succeed while remaining insane and strangely happy despite his various crimes against God and nature. <laughs> what, man, the man sounds like Tom Green. Yeah, he sounded like a stand-up comedian there for a second. I almost thought that wasn't him. <laughs> These dates are Ozzy's first show since he announced earlier this year that all of his 2019 performances would be postponed. He, uh, he had pneumonia, he had a fall, he had all sorts of weird stuff happening with him. The uh, Black Sabbath singer had a whole bunch of things going on, and so now he's back, and this time he's bringing Manson with him, which is good news for those of you that are excited to see Ozzy in 2020. You know it! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Miami Beach, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Adults only for this one, Big J. Oh my! Oh my. As a 33-year-old lady named Esperanza Gomez was having a good time with her boyfriend in Miami Beach, hanging out around midnight, sharing a couple of adult beverages, having a good time, when a friend decided to join them around midnight, a friend of Esperanza's came over, and the two gals and the guy were drinking it up, having a good time, and all of a sudden, that's when Esperanza started to realize, hang on a second, does it, is it just me, or does it seem like... My boyfriend's really into that friend that just came over. That's very strange. I don't like that at all. Uh I I don't like that at all at all. Oh, no. And so uh, she accused the boyfriend of wanting to sleep with her friend that came over. The boyfriend, uh, to his credit, vehemently denied this and said, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. That's not how this is going at all. You invited her. I mean, I didn't invite her over. I'm perfectly happy. But that wasn't enough for Esperanza, Big J. She went into a kitchen and grabbed a steak knife, you understand? Oh, well, it is Florida, so... Started poking her boyfriend with this knife, never really penetrating the skin, but just like, hey, listen, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. You better not. And then he's like, listen, I I don't know what you're talking about. The friend left a short time after the knife came out, of course. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and leave. This is, this is, my name is Paul, and that's between y'all. I'm out of (laughs) here. So long. And so she left, and uh, that is when the argument really got out of control. And out of anger, according to the police report, that is when Esperanza decided, you know what? It's time to use the chompers. And she decided to bite this gentleman's junk fairly hard, hard enough to cause some blood, hard enough to make him scream bloody murder, hard enough uh, for the neighbors to hear the screams and then call police when police showed up. The man showed him some of the pokes that he had with the knife in his side and the fact that he was bleeding from his genitalia. Oh, my God. And the the officers were like, okay, that's enough to take her in for uh, not only 
domestic assault, but also assault, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because of the, you know, the knife and all. It's assault, brother. She said that she uh, bit his penis out of frustration. She was very upset. Uh, and she did not want to stab him with a knife, so she thought that was the best course of action. Uh, she is now facing a good amount of charges. She is in jail. Her bond is set at $6,500. Still in there, Big J, if you want to bail her out. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm guessing she's also probably going to be single. So on the Her market. Her nickname is Chompers. On the market. If that is something that you are into for God knows whatever reason. So, that's a lesson for you. Gotta know when to walk away, I suppose. Like the friend did. The friend knew when to walk away. Get the hell out of that yeah. disaster. And she did just that. Esperanza, get your life on the right path. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Probably can blame alcohol a little bit for that too, I imagine, right? Oh, absolutely. Probably meth, too. Coming up in a few minutes. That's not a fair assumption to make. We are going to talk a little bit about going the to hell, man. brand new movie out in theaters called Ford vs. Ferrari. Learn more about it next on the X-Rock. I had a Santa Sonia here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We got a chance to see the brand new movie that opens up in theaters officially today. But Friday's no longer release day for movies, is it really? We're thinking no, about. no. I mean, there are some that are out on Wednesdays. Mostly they're out on Thursdays. You can get your first peek at them. And we saw Ford versus Ferrari uh, as well. And Big J, your spoiler-free thoughts on the film, please. Uh, it's it's great. I mean, I, I you know I was I was looking forward to seeing the movie, um, and then afterwards it just you know you get wrapped up into uh, the story and uh, great acting from Christian Bale and Matt Damon and you know all the other cast members were fantastic. I mean, it was Johnny Bernthal was amazing in it playing Lee Iacocca, so I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, it's a very good movie, uh, very well done. Uh, a little bit on the long side, but that's nothing to uh, to really you know kind of sneeze at when it comes to going to the movies or not it's you're gonna get your money's worth when you go into the movie and it's obviously based on a true story as well and i think a true story that obviously we hadn't known a whole hell of a lot about right yeah i mean you weren't well versed in this particular world were you well i mean i you, if you go listen to the podcast which is up now at xrock.com i mean i was at least familiar with le mans and uh the 24-hour race uh but i got my history a little uh mixed up um with steve mcqueen <laughs> and and events that i thought were actual real but were just a movie about le mans right Right. But we had heard of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. It's a fairly famous race, although certainly on the back burner nowadays. But back in the, the mid to late 60s, it was the very big deal. I mean, it's almost like the Indy 500, how big of a deal it was in like the 70s and 80s and how nobody cares now. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It was the biggest deal. The best of the best were racing. And you had to race for 24 straight hours. Of course, you got brakes. There were other drivers involved in the the race. You're not in the car for 24 straight hours. But still, it's an endurance test. It's it's also a test of mechanics and building of cars. And then, you know, the story of Carroll Shelby, one of the famous car manufacturers, most famous car manufacturers in the world at the time, kind of putting up a, a, a model that they thought could go after Ferrari, who at the time was the best in the business. Yeah, the Ford GT40. Um, and uh, I mean, it's it's a. Uh you know, up there with one of the most famous cars ever. So so uh, you can check it out for yourself. It's in theaters now. The reviews are pretty good. Audience seems to like it. And then once you're, uh, if you're on the fence about it, you can check out the Morning After the Movies podcast. It's up at xrock.com currently. First part of the podcast is completely spoiler free. You don't have to worry about us getting into things. And then the second part, we get into spoilers a little bit. But like uh, Big J had said, there's not too much about this movie you can spoil. 
You know, I mean, it's yeah. not like yeah, there's there's any like uh, you know they're not uh, starting a whole uh, Ford v Ferrari dawn of justice cinematic universe that we need to worry about here, and there's no end credit scene where Doomsday comes in or anything that you have to worry about. It's just pretty much a straight up uh, beginning, middle, and end of a story that that is very interesting and and one that I wasn't very familiar with, but thought was very good. So, see in the theater, Big J, agree or disagree? Oh yeah, definitely. Before or after Charlie's Angels? Uh, before. Got it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That podcast is up at xrock.com. Check it out now. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. New research out there that shows that Americans are having a harder time falling asleep and then staying asleep, even if they end up sleeping a healthy number of hours each night. Iowa State University researchers gathered some data of about 165,000 American adults. Jeez, that's a lot. Between 2013 and 2017, and over that time, the number of them reporting problems falling asleep at least one day a week increased by 1.43%. The number reporting problems with waking up multiple times in the night increased by almost 4%. Research team couldn't definitively say what's causing the increase in sleep problems, but, you know, growing use of technology, smartphones in the bedroom, a contributing factor, perhaps more stress, perhaps uh, less, you know, ability to pay attention to that kind of stuff. So I ask you, Big J, looking back on the last seven years of your life, you have a particular night of the week that you struggle to fall asleep, or is there at least one night a week where maybe you're having some issues? Um, yeah, probably Sunday night. Yeah. You just yeah. Uh, you just hungry for some football? No, it's generally because uh, Saturday and Sunday morning I've slept in. Getting back into the schedule. I've messed up my uh, my sleep routine. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that causes some issues. What but. about once you fall asleep? Are you the kind of guy that'll wake up two or three times during the night? It depends. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Also, uh, other factors, obviously, I'm asleep in the house before a lot of people. We don't have the biggest house, so it's not like I'm completely removed for everyone. So it's lights. It's not so much noise. It's lights. Uh, for whatever reason, I see a, a hint of light somewhere. I pop right up. Weird. Is uh, it? So, yeah, sure. So it depends on the, the day, but... You probably wake up a couple times a night on average. And not remember? Probably. Boise State will play its final home game of the 2019 regular season tomorrow night. Lobos coming to town. Broncos are going to kick off the ball at 8.15 our time. The game will be televised on ESPN2. Broncos heavily favored. Big J, your final score prediction, please. Uh, Well, based on the way the Broncos like to play down to teams, uh, I'm going to go 10-3 Broncos. I'm going to be a twidiot that Coach Harson likes to talk about and just put it out there and be like, listen, this team, better than any of the teams here in the past, love to play down to the competition, and they'll play up to the competition. But it's the bad stuff is when they play down. Uh, I'll go the other end it's of the spectrum. It's a trap! Spectrum. I think this is the one they figure it actually out on, finally, towards yeah, the end of the season. Doubt it. They, they get it handled. 48-10, to 10, we'll, I'll say, is the final score in favor of the Broncos in this one. Uh, the Cleaver Browns beat the Steelers 21-7 last night at home, but what was making headlines was not the game. It was the shocking act by Miles Garrett at the end of the game, which is eight seconds left. Garrett tore off Steeler quarterback Mason Rudolph's helmet, swung it, hit Rudolph in the damn head with it. Garrett, likely to receive a lengthy, lengthy suspension for the NFL, said, quote, I lost my cool and I regret it. Players from the both sides came onto the field during the brawl, which began after Garrett wrestled Rudolph down to the ground well after he completed a short pass on a meaningless play. Rudolph got his hand on Garrett's helmet first. They grappled while on the ground, but after he got back on his feet, Garrett yanked off Rudolph's helmet, slammed it to the top of the quarterback's head. He uh, Rudolph said, quote, I thought it was cowardly in Bush League, and I'm not going to back down from any bully. 
uh, Baker Mayfield called his teammates' actions inexcusable. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening here, but this is going to be the story for a while. Uh, the police were in the locker room after the game last night. There could be criminal charges coming. Uh, it could be considered assault with a weapon. That's all assault, sorts of brother. Stuff. Uh, they have charged hockey players for things like this uh, on the ice for using a uh, weapon as a weapon or a, a piece of equipment as a weapon before, and jail time has been served by hockey players before. So it, there is some precedent attached to this. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't pretend I do. I'm just guessing there's going to be several players involved in this that are going to be a while before they see the football field again. Uh, I don't think it'll be a lifetime ban or anything goofy for Miles Garrett. But I'm guessing that this could be the way that they institute, hey, you're going to be done for maybe maybe a lifetime ban after this. Well, here's also the bigger issue is that this team, I don't want to call them dirty, but they, man, I mean, you already had a player ejected uh, from, from a helmet to helmet hit, which was bad. I mean, we talked about that. Dude's ear was bleeding. Yeah, no. and, and it was justifiable that he, he could have... Um, let up and not made that hit, and he did it anyway. So this is the most penalized team in the NFL, the most yards. So it's clear that that team is is not um, disciplined at all. And I mean, it's a bad it's a bad thing. They they probably need to get rid of the coach. Well, their their kitchens needs to go. Their rivals. This game was chippy from the word go. Uh, Steelers, Browns, Steelers, Ravens always is. I mean, you know, Steelers, Bengals. I mean, you can go back and find all those plays. There's a bunch of hits of people getting uh, ejected and taken out. Quite frankly, I think Greg Williams left his stink on this football team. And that guy shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. No, no, I agree. But he is. He still is. Still coaching. Uh, Big J people are having some more issues with Disney+. Plus. They're not happy about the censorship that's going on. The full Simpsons library is available for the first time on Disney+. Plus. Well, not at the full library. Uh, there is an episode that is not on there. It is from 1991. It is called Stark Raving Dad, and it is not available on Disney+. Plus. That is the show that had Michael Jackson as the guest. And Disney+, Plus has decided to take that off of the Disney streaming platform because of the charges that have been levied both when he was alive and then since his passing against uh, child abuse and Michael Jackson. And so they have decided to release, not put that particular episode on the streaming platform. Jackson's estate has denied the allegations, of course, as well. And so there's all sorts of that, but you're not going to be able to see every single episode of The Simpsons. It's a lot like anything. They've deemed this too mm, not family-friendly, I guess, for the Disney Plus platform. It's the same reason why you don't see Deadpool on there. And anything that is above a PG-13. Yeah, but here's the thing. The hypocrisy in that is really frustrating because there's some, and I was even watching some of them uh, that were, are, you know, in the earlier days of Disney, it's kind of racist. Yes. And and so that gets ignored. And so you can watch, uh, and, and listen, I grew up watching David Crockett and I loved it. And I tried watching it the other night, but I'm like, man, just the stereotypes and things that are in this show. Uh, do not match up with what we understand as to be reality now, and it shouldn't be there then. Right. That, those shouldn't be there if the, if, the, if they're not going to let the Simpsons show be there. Well, they, they did some of that with Song of the South, which is probably the most racist piece of thing of film ever created, was done by Disney back in the day, and it is nothing but racist. And it is also not on their Disney Plus platform either. That basically has been uh, pretty much banished from anything Disney's ever done. So they're 
trying, and I imagine if there's enough uproar about it, I bet you they'll they'll pull it all back. They're trying to make everybody as happy as possible. Uh, I'm not sure it'll ever work that way, but it just ends up uh, pissing people off more than anything else. So get used to it. I imagine there'll be more content taken away as well as Ultimately, more you comes. have the choice. You, you don't have to subscribe to it. Absolutely. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we got to get somebody uh, some money for the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. All-cash $25,000 Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. It is money-winning time, at least hopefully, as we start up the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. We need to welcome in Caller X this morning. Her name is Kara. Kara, good morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Very, very well. Hopefully, we get you some cash in your pocket. That's the idea of this anyway. Big J is going to give you a couple of categories to choose from. You pick, pick the one that you think is a little bit stronger for you, okay? Okay. MTV, when it played videos, and Boise Landmarks. I think I could do pretty good at both, but let's pick the Boise Landmarks. All right, good luck. All right, $50 question coming at you. BSU plays football on the blue at this Boise Landmark. Uh, Albertson Stadium. Right. That is $50 in your pocket. Absolutely correct. Good job. You have a chance to go double or nothing for 100 or you can walk away with 50 What would you like to do, Kara? I'm a gambler. Let's go for it. All right. You'll find this landmark on 9th Street in downtown Boise. It's the largest outdoor mural gallery in the Northwest. Uh, Freak Alley. Yeah. Freak Alley. That is $100 you have. Now it is uh, deemed the most difficult question of the bunch. It is worth $200, but you've done pretty damn well so far. Big J, what do you think? How do you think she's going to do? Don't hesitate. Probably pretty good. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, she hasn't had any hesitation in these answers so far. So. It took Big J longer to answer that question than it has for you to answer the first two questions. Yeah. So uh, would you like I to go for $200 or not? I'm all in. Okay, good luck. All right, uh, $200 coming at you. Hiking up this large cross by the old Idaho pen is like a rite of passage for people who are visiting or have moved to Boise. Table Rock. Table Rock. Right. See, I knew it. Is right. <laughs> Big J was correct, and so were you. That is $200 in your pocket, Kara. Congratulations. Well done. We are going to give you that money, and that is how you do it. Just like that. Absolutely zero hesitation. She knew all right away. She picked the right category and knocked it out of the damn ballpark. You can play for yourself at 1230 today with Jason Drew, 430 today with Adam. More cash to be given away over the course of the day here on the X. We got your tickets with Pop Culture Smackdown next on the X-Rock. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, man, we got tickets. Uh, Ministry is coming to town, and uh, it is going to be a great show. Saturday night, November 23rd at the Rev Center. Along with them comes Phil Anselmo and the Illegals. So it will be a just a great Saturday night. We're going to get you tickets to that show if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. One week from tomorrow is when it's all going down. If you want to go, 208-287-1003 is the phone number. All you have to do is be me in order to do it. Big J, are you ready? Hey, man, I am ready. Then to the phones we go. Good morning, the X. Good morning, boys. How you doing, man? What's your name? It's Johnny. All right, Johnny, good luck. Metallica joined with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra in 1999 for a concert. What was it called? Oh, um, wasn't that the S&M? That's the answer. Uh, Nick, what was the name of Peter LaFour, LaFour's dodgeball team? 
Peter Lafour. Well, um, from the movie Dodgeball. Right. That would that be Vince Vaughn characters? Yes. Okay, that would be the average Joe's. Yes, that's correct. Right. Good job. Uh, which actor plays Tony Montana in Sac- uh, Scarface? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Right. That's right. I'm having a hard time here, Nick, for some reason talking. Uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone opened on this day with a record-breaking $90 million weekend in 2001, Nick. Was that the first, second, or third movie in the franchise? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Yes. I'll say that was the first. Yeah, you're right. right. I gave you choices. Probably a mistake. Uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is located along what street in Los Angeles? Oh, uh, uh, run it by me again. Holly, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is located along what street in Los Angeles? Oh, dang. I know it's, uh, is it, it's, uh, Sunset Boulevard. That is not correct. Wrong. Dang. This isn't correct, Johnny, but thank you for playing. It intersects with it, but. Good morning, the X. Morning. Good morning. Here's Big J with your question. The Hollywood Walk of Fame is located along what street in Hollywood? Is it Main Street? Main Street. No. Main Street, no. Wrong. I didn't realize this would throw so many people. Uh, it's kind of not really a trick question, but hello, the X. Hello. Hey, here's Big J with your question. The Hollywood Walk of Fame is located along what street in Hollywood? Hollywood and Vine. That's not the right answer. Wrong. Hollywood Boulevard and Vine there, Street? There you go. What was it? Hollywood and Vine. But but you said you said another word there. What's the actual street? Hollywood Hollywood Boulevard there, and Vine Street. Hollywood Boulevard. That's what it's called. There yeah. you go. Right. All right. Uh, Nick, what was the first Bond film to win an Oscar? Why are you laughing? What is it? It's called Hollywood Boulevard. I got it. That's the name of the damn street. No, I knew the answer. I understand. What was the first Bond film to win an Oscar for best original song? Uh, how about um, Goldfinger? No, no, that is not wrong. No, more recent. Oh, it was more recent. Uh, another way to die. Nope, Skyfall. Sky? Adele. That was the first one, really. Yeah, right. Wow. Uh, congratulations. Tickets to Ministry and Phil and Salmo and the Legals are yours. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. In the shuffle, it's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Take it easy. Gross and very necessary. Take it easy. This is sure to make some people angry, but that won't stop this guy. See, Ben Hart is an atheist. And a Kentucky court has ruled that he's allowed to get his requested vanity plate, which reads, I am God. He was first told the plate was obscene or vulgar or not in good taste and promoted anti-religion. But a judge ruled on Wednesday that the vanity plate constitutes private speech and therefore is protected under the First Amendment. And why the hell not? He can have the the license plate, I'm God. Why he would want to, I have no idea. I'm God. I I, I mean, I I read that, I guess. I don't see it as overtly anti-religion. I can, can, or obscene or vulgar for that matter, I can certainly see the not in good taste side of things. But uh, very weird that uh, that they would put their foot down for that. But now he's going to get the license plate so he can drive around in it. So what a treat. The debate rages on, Big J. Aren't you happy? Nope. Gross or very necessary? Very necessary. Calling all people that are obsessed with Nutella. How do you feel about Nutella? I'm ambivalent. You can take it or leave it? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, 
If I had a choice between Nutella and peanut butter, I'm going to choose peanut butter. Makes sense. But if you are a uh, fan of the chocolate hazelnut spread, it has been announced that it is launching a full-blown hotel in Napa Valley where you eat, sleep, and do all things Nutella. That's right. Nutella is opening its very own Hotella Nutella. Do you get it? Yeah. For one weekend only, it's designed to be perfect for super fans of the brand, and that's because everything about the hotel is designed around, wait for it, Nutella. So you're greeted by Nutella signs, a Nutella flag, before entering a kitchen fully stocked with Nutella. All the rooms in your hotel will feature Nutella-branded bread spreads, wallpaper, and more. And while you're there, you can enjoy Nutella-inspired foods by celebrity chefs, including Jeffrey Zakarian from Food Network, uh, Tanya Holland from Top Chef, Ooh. and the man behind Dan Cakes, which is the uh, the super cool viral pancake art that you see all over the place. Yeah, He's doing all that stuff, too. So the hotel is open January 10th through 12th, 2020. It's only a weekend. The catch is you have to win a contest in order to score an invite. So fans have to submit a video showcasing why Nutella makes their morning special and why they deserve to stay in a hotel. Only three fans and their guests will be chosen. To enter, visit hotelandnutella.com. Uh, you have until December 8th to start working on your videos. I got now. my video planned. I guess I didn't know it was a just, breakfast food specifically. Just me thrown up. Well, you don't think it's gross. Yeah, no, I mean that, but that's the video I want to send in. This is how Nutella makes me feel in the morning. <laughs> I really didn't know it was a breakfast thing. I mean, I guess I had heard of, like, Nutella pancakes and, like, crepes and things like that. But uh, I, I guess I just kind of assumed it was a snack. But apparently it's not. I amuse myself. Wrap it up with gross. Almost 50% of people don't change their underwear every day, according to what? a survey. Wait, did you say 50%? Five zero percent change every day. The research revealed that 45% have worn the same pair of briefs for two days or longer. No! What are you doing? Even worse, 13% of those surveyed admitted that they've sported the same undies for seven days or more. What? Okay, those those people are... are they're homeless, right? Ah. Men were the worst offenders. Uh, they apparently held onto their underwear two and a half more times likely than women are. Uh, to wear their pants a week, but overall, men don't, women don't fare much better. The research also revealed how rarely people invest in new underwear. Forty-six percent convincing they've owned a, a set for a year or more. Thirty-eight percent admitted they had no one idea how long they've had certain pieces. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. And it's been a long time since I've worn underwear. But I, I mean, you since you've worn underwear, since I've Great. since I bought underwear. Good no, to know. Thanks I'm, I'm for wearing, that. I'm wearing underwear right now. But I do change my underwear every day because I yeah. shower every day. But there are stretches of time where I hadn't have a chance. And, of course, you know, there's certain times where you go two, three days and you don't feel good about it. Yeah, but, it but that percentage is going to be super low. And Way low. Even I don't necessarily I don't shower every day, huh. but I change my underwear. Good. It's a good thing. You should. Changing like, underwear is a good thing. Listen, I'm not. I, 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 sometimes I feel like I might be a gross person from time to time. <laughs> I mean, because the wife, you know, she has like 80 pairs of uh, of pajama pants and she refuses. All I'm doing is pajama clothes. And when I wash and that's all I'm washing is pajamas. And I'm like, can't you just sleep in these the next night as well? You know, it just no, she has to have new ones. And I'm like, OK, uh, but but I, I would never, ever dream of wearing the same underwear two days in a row. But but that makes you feel gross. That would make me feel gross. Yes, that's that's the right that's the right feeling. You should feel gross if you're wearing your underwear for seven days in a row. You're gross. You probably stink and you don't know it, or you do know it. You don't care, and that's even worse. 
One of the two. Change your underwear, guys and gals. Everybody, come on. Bathe as well on the regular, please. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Every Those couple days. Are your headlines? God. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some bad impressions. That's next on the X. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, let's get you set up with some tickets to the Idaho Snowmobile Show. It's happening this weekend, friends, at Expo Idaho. We also have Chili's Game Day certificates. So uh, Chili's Game Day is happening tomorrow out there at Chili's on Broadway. We got some certificates for you to use. We highly recommend the, the skillet queso, but you can use them for whatever purposes. So, some food coming your way, some snowmobile action coming your way, too. All you have to do is get on the phone if you want to win. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then you have got some tickets to things. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning. Oh, that ain't going to work at all. Hello, the X. Good morning. Crying out loud, Big J. What have you done? Hello, the X. Hello, good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? This is. All right, you're up first, man. Good luck. Can you smell what I'm cooking? <laughs> That's an easy one. All right. That's Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. There you go. The Rock. The Rock is yeah. correct. Jesus, hang on one second. We'll get you those snowmobile tickets as well as that Chili's game day gift certificate. Clues two and three for fun? There were none. <laughs> I mailed it in. And so... Uh, mailed it in. Sounds about right. Why is The Rock in the news? Uh, he announced on his Instagram yesterday, uh, guess what? Black Adam is happening, and we even have a date, Nick. All right. Uh, for the uh, release, uh, which is going to be taking place in uh, 2021 of December. So a ways away. <laughs> it is... What happened to my stupid article that I had all with everything on it? Gone. Deleted. What was the last time you saw it? Just a few minutes ago. I must have deleted it by accident. Um, so yeah, it, it, no plan, no no word on whether or not this will be a sequel to Shazam, or if there'll be a movie in between that, or if this is the beginning of something different. But uh, it's been in the works for quite some time. So uh, bad form on my part. I have yet to see Shazam. Is Black Adam referenced at all in the movie? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Like, uh, and, I, and I don't know. A, a ton about um, about the Shazam world that, that this is all about. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was some of the of what Black Adam was once in the movie. Does that make sense? No. Well, okay. Well, you need to see uh, Shazam, and then you probably have a better answer. He was referenced, is what you're saying. In a way, yes. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm sure it'll tie in somehow. Have they announced Shazam 2 even? No. No, okay. that's the thing. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing this so, is probably next. 12-22 uh, of 21. Okay. A lot of numbers. So your, fun, uh, your favorite thing. Yeah. So we're uh, basically two years away. More than two years away from it happening. But these things have to have a release date, and then they get started, and then there's post-production, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, it was an, I'm, I'm guessing it, it was almost a year ago that it was announced that he was going to be in the Black Adam movie. So this has been in the works for a while, but now there's an official date. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. You get to do the freak out, Big J, if you want. Didn't feel like it today? Nope. That is corn. You'll never find me here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Wrapping up the Morning After 
for this particular week. Deep dive into the Big J psyche over the course of the show today. Oh, that yeah? was fun, man. How yeah. so? Well, we found out that uh, you feel like you sometimes don't pay enough attention to your wife. That's and you, true. You need to make sure that you know where she is at all times, especially when she's not in bed with you. And then we found out later on that sometimes <laughs> your wife makes you feel gross. So there was that uh, because you don't have enough pajama pants. And uh, but you do like to shower uh, once every two three days. You said right? Maybe five once every once a week. Right, that ain't nah, bad. But true. you do change your underwear every day. Yeah. Also another thing. Those people are about. disgusting. Also, <laughs> we learned about over the course of the show today. Gave away two hundred dollars as well. That felt good. Thanks to Kara for doing that. You can win some more cash at twelve thirty today with Jason Drew and four thirty today as the all cash twenty five thousand dollar X double dare rolls on. Big J is going to be out at Dave and Buster's this weekend for your football headquarters on Sunday from eleven to one. If you want to enjoy some Week Eleven action out there at Dave and Buster's, always a great chance to win some really cool things with the X and hang out and enjoy yourself and let the kids play some games and you can watch some football if you want but that is very cool and uh, we both think the Broncos are going to win this weekend so it was a busy Friday show I think man yeah I I agree plus we told you to go see uh, Ford v Ferrari in the theaters if yeah. you're so inclined with Matt Damon and Christian Bale you can check out that podcast at xrock.com so that means Big J you have the floor to wrap up the week go ahead yeah, I'm super excited to play uh, Jedi Fallen Order. We'll see what that's about. Maybe I'll give a little uh, review Monday if we get a chance and check out Mandalorian Episode 2. I I, uh, I am a faithful player of the Star Wars games, but I'll, I'll admit, I know nothing about this one that's coming out Yeah, no out one today. does. Like, there hasn't even been, like, a trailer or anything, oh, right? Oh, yeah, there, of course there has I missed no, that you totally. Don't. Yeah, you don't I mean, care I've about seen things, all. Well, no, really. I've seen all like the advertising that it drops today, and it's it reminded me that I could download it if I want to download it. But I was like, I keep reminding myself, I got to check that out. But then I get all caught up in the Mandalorian and everything else that I don't pay attention to the video game. But what is it supposed to be? Just uh, well, I, didn't I talk about this the other day? And no, like, yeah, I did actually. <laughs> you asked me this very same question about what it's about. We talked about it during Nerd Alert. <laughs> Way to remember. I don't remember. It takes place after the the Revenge of the Sith. But I mean, is it new? No, I know the timeline. But is it oh. new characters? Is it? Uh, oh yeah, okay. of course, yeah. Completely new story, things that you're not familiar with, but still can. It's it's a single player campaign, um, so and it's a lot of you know there's action in it, but there's also a lot of exploring to be done, and you know a lot of puzzle things you have to do. Okay, so it is from available what from what I read. So you're that's what you're going to do this weekend. You're going to spend your time immersed in the Star Wars universe. A little bit, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So make sure you have a fantastic weekend. Reminder, right now on xrock.com, there's an opportunity for you to have some half-price Friday fun. Uh, we have $50 gift certificates to Cafe Luciano's for just $25 while they last. It is great, amazing, handcrafted Italian food, and you can have it there at the Riverside Cafe, which is pretty awesome. So check out Half Price Friday, available at xrock.com. Next set of xrock brought to you by Taco Time. They are hiring. And it's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you Monday at CX Rocks. <laughs>